Welcome, my name is Anna. And I'm Monica. And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up. To help us through this crazy journey we call life. So here we are hoping that we can be that for you. So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between, let's take a break together and just hang out. Follow along as we try to share why you were made for amor. I don't know if I've ever mentioned, but I uh, had this like packs that I did with myself back in the day that I said that I wasn't gonna drink alcohol until I was married and this was basically because I'm very lightweight so every time I would drink I would end up getting drunk and so I, I would go to confession all the time for the same sin and I was like you know what the the point of going to confession is to be absolved and to like do my best to not do that anymore you know so I found myself being like well if I get drunk every time I drink because I don't know how to drink then I'm just gonna not drink you know and then when I was thinking about what how what amount of time I wasn't gonna drink for I was like you know what until I get married and then recently uh, like in March I think I decided to drink again because I reflected on this idea that I had that was like oh I'm not gonna drink until I'm married and I was like you know what that's kind of putting pressure on the fact that people think that marriage fixes you like I thought like oh once I'm married then I'll be a whole other person but no that's not that's not the case you know like you have to work on yourself before you're married like just because I'm married now doesn't I'm not married but you know just because let's say in the future I'm married now that doesn't change the fact that I still don't know how to drink you know right like that doesn't change who I am what I've been doing up to this point or how much work I've put into bettering myself, you know? Right. So I decided to start drinking again a few months ago. After how long that you did? After two years. Yeah. So I didn't drink for two years. And then after reflecting a lot on, because a lot of people would tell me like, why don't you just learn how to drink? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I know myself. I can't do that. So, and I was like, okay, but so what makes me think that I'm going to be able to do that once I'm married? Like what changes when I say I do at the altar? You know what I mean? Like I'm still the same person. I'm still the same amount of virtuous as I built up to be up to that point. Like I don't just become this saint right when I say I do, you know what I mean? And I think that's a big misconception of marriage where people think that, Oh, I'm going to be doing this my whole life. But then once I get married, things are going to change. Exactly. Or once I have kids, things will change. Mm -hmm. We're always as humans, we're always looking for the next big event to Mm -hmm. think and we expect that things are going to change from one day to the next but in reality it's not like that exactly (laughs) yeah so then I came to this realization and I was like you know what I'm gonna drink and I'm gonna eat before I drink and I'm gonna (laughs) learn how to drink the fact that I thought that marriage was just gonna teach me that like girl what you mean you know you're gonna show up on your wedding day with like one drink one sip and you're gonna be like ow no literally (laughs) and that's what people would tell me they're like girl like you're gonna be I'm like no I'm gonna start drinking like after my honeymoon because like I want to remember my wedding day so like even that thought is like not good in itself you know yeah so that brings us to what we're gonna talk about today so today we're gonna talk about singleness because Monica wanted to talk about it I'm just kidding (laughs) I think it's an important topic because I think the time of being single is just like a pretty important time in our lives, you know? I know we've already talked about relationships on our podcast and in the near future, we're probably going to do an episode on marriage and, you know, who knows, maybe bring a priest or, you know, just talk about the different vocations because I think it's important for people to know the different vocations and I think it's like what better way than hearing it from someone who's actually in that vocation, you know? So right now I'm single. (laughs) 
<laughs> AKA Anna's the <laughs> I'm the expert of expert singleness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So basically the way I stay single is I'm weird. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Having a conversation about it, like hearing it from your perspective, hearing it from mine, like my perspective of what I went through. And even now as a married woman, I think it's cool to to talk about it. Yeah. So Anna, um, do you want to tell us a little more about your experience at the moment with being single? Um, can you elaborate on what you mean about that? <laughs> like, have there been any time in this season of your life where you've just felt desperate or like you need to find someone? Well, okay, going with the deep question. <laughs> I'm desperate. Straight to it. <laughs> Straight to it. No, I mean, I've never even thought about lowering my standards just because I have that very set in my mind that like, I know what God wants for me, you right. know? So I've never thought about like, oh, well, this person is cute. So who cares if they're rude to me? You know, like I've never had that that cross my mind. But I have like, let's say you're walking down the street or whatever. and You see like a cute couple holding hands or whatever, (laughs) you know, just people having that partnership. And it's like you as a human, you want partnership and someone to talk to and like who understands you, you yeah know well what I mean? it's like human nature to want that yeah it's like we want we yearn for community mm-hmm. it's the same thing we yearn for that relationship that partnership that yeah someone else to just be there with us so exactly that's normal, yeah yeah so it's just like that kind of thing but it's nothing crazy where it's like oh my gosh i'm so sad that i'm single because i know that i would rather be single than with the wrong person you know mejor sola que mala compañera claro que sí mija like spiritually like how would you say um because um, you've been in a relationship before so how would you say your spiritual life compares now as to how it was when you were in a relationship if you're in a relationship where um it's not the right relationship for you for whatever reason it may be you're gonna find that you don't have time to do the things that feed your soul you know so like prayer goes to the back burner or just like time for helping out your family or whatever it goes to the back burner instead of it being like oh let's pray together or how about you come over and we can help my mom together and then we can go do whatever we're gonna do you know when you're in a relationship where it's not a partnership like that then prayer kind of takes a back seat and that is where your relationship is messed up with god you know right. but i think with a healthy good fruitful relationship you would be able to pray together and all that stuff so like rather yeah. than pushing you away from your faith it would help you get like closer get closer yeah yeah so right now as a single person i I get to make my own schedule, you know, I don't have to worry about what someone else is gonna need from me or uh, want from me or expect from me, you know, I think spiritual life can be very fruitful in a time of singleness. Right, yeah, which brings me exactly to my next point is I think me having experienced it in the past, you know, the whole single life and then you at the moment, you can probably attest to it too. I think being single is a time where you can definitely grow your relationship with God you know we don't have anyone weighing us down you know Mm -hmm. which if you're in a healthy relationship that shouldn't be the case yeah because i remember when you and fernando were like together as like boyfriend and girlfriend like i would always see you guys at adoration together or like you know like doing those things together right so it wasn't like like, before that it wasn't like that at all mm -hmm. so i think it's just important to know that obviously being single is not a time of waiting you know like you're not waiting for your person 
perfect mister or mm-hmm. perfect missus to come and then just literally drop at your lap and be like okay this is the one thanks god you know like yeah it's not like that i think i've mentioned it before in the podcast where it's like i didn't get close to my faith until i was graduated from college which means that up until college there was time for mess ups there was time of toxic relationships friendships everything i mentioned also in the past where i've had a toxic relationship you know throughout college and after that whole thing broke down it was my time of singleness and that was a time that I used to it was almost like not even almost like it was definitely God like using people around me situations around me things around me to basically just like push me towards him Mm -hmm. and that was a time it was probably like what was it like three three years where I was just focusing on myself and on him and that was the most I've ever felt like I was close to God and Mm -hmm. I just think that obviously not everyone's uh, situation is the same as me everyone has a different situation you know but I just think it's cool that during that time I was able to find God and build that relationship before Fernando came into the picture and then eventually Fernando and I doing all those things that I wanted like mm-hmm. pray like go to adoration like mm-hmm. go to mass and it just kind of I prepared myself in a way like God prepared me before Fernando yeah and it wasn't like you were preparing knowing that you wanted to meet fernando exactly. you were preparing yourself as an individual yeah, no. and then fernando came along yeah like mentally i wasn't like oh i have to do this this and that because the person that i meet next like i'm doing it for that person like that was not my mentality ever like during that mm-hmm. time i it was a time where i was like i'm gonna work on myself in this area this area and this area specifically my faith and if someone comes then hooray you know thanks (laughs) (laughs) thanks god you know and again this is not to say that everyone is going to have the same exact situation you know but to me like i just think that it was such a gift and like such a blessing of me working on myself during that time of singleness and then just finding my husband you know yeah exactly and i'm interested to hear about how he was like before too, like if because i remember that when he came here to san diego he he was looking for a catholic church but i wonder what that process for him was you know what i mean yeah so it'll be really cool actually like i'm really excited for our marriage episode episode because Mm -hmm. i think hearing it from his perspective is going to be super cool because recently i heard it on our first date Mm -hmm. you know and recently we were on a date And we've been together for four years. And I heard it from, he told me again why he came to San Diego and his whole experience leading up to me. He told me on our first date and then he told me a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And hearing it from a wife's perspective, I was like, whoa. Yeah, you know, it hearing, was so it, different. hearing yeah. it on our first date, I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. You're you like, know? why are you telling me this? <laughs> You're like, I don't care. I know, but hearing it from a wife's perspective, I was like, wow, that was all God. Yeah. You know, that was all God working through every situation, every person that you've met. And we'll hold it off, all the details for when he speaks. But he also was preparing himself, you know? But it wasn't... He wasn't with, like, the idea, oh, I'm preparing myself for Monica, you know? It was like, I'm preparing myself for myself. Yeah, exactly. And if someone comes, then someone comes. Yeah. There needs to be that want to actually be working on yourself, you know? Yeah. Because if you ever do it for someone else, that someone else could always walk out. And then where's your reason? Exactly. And then what's the purpose, you know? So it always has to come from within and 
from a desire of no, getting to know God, not from a desire of I want to be this perfect looking person so that the next guy could like me. Like, that's not the way to think. Exactly. If you're thinking that way, then that's you kind of doing it for the wrong reasons, exactly. you know? Yeah. So if you catch yourself doing that, just know that, hey, slap yourself in the hand and be like, nope. Yeah, I'm doing which, this for God, not for whoever comes next. Which goes to the next uh, point that we have here is like not being desperate. You know, <laughs> I know it's so cliche to say like, "Hey, don't be desperate if you're single." Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but it can it can happen yeah. in in the uh, subtlest way, which is like kind of scary because y- sometimes you don't do it on purpose. It's just like... Or you don't think that you're doing it at all. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, I'm desperate. Whoops. <laughs> Do you feel like you've ever been in that situation where you felt desperate? I think I joke a lot about it. So like I, I sound just... I, I sound desperate. But like deep down within me, like I'm completely content single. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. Like, you like until, jokingly will be like, how old were you when you found Fernando? I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, I have like two months left. I know. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, well, I'm dying alone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, I just think it's funny, but I'm not like literally actually like, where's my man? You know, yeah. like I really if I, if you put a guy in front of me and you're like, this guy isn't going to treat you right, but he's willing to stay with you forever and go be single. I'll be single. You yeah. know what I mean? Have you ever felt like that pressure from family? Because you know how Mexican families can be like, oh, el novio, oh, y, uh, los hijos, oh, y esto, you know? Yeah. Have you ever felt that pressure I, from family? Yeah, like it's kind well, my parents kind of want grandkids. <laughs> they don't like tell me, you know, like to, to for me to like go and look for a, a guy or whatever, but they... Like, sometimes I, I hear them being like, oh, see, sí, like, un tecito would be good, you know. <laughs> I was about to make a joke right now and be like, so if anybody out there, see, like, I think it's funny, but I don't, like, mean it in that way. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's important to distinguish that, like, if you're joking about it, it's fine. But, like, mm-hmm. if you really, like, feel... Avoid. Avoid, then that's not healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't go home and I'm like, Crying. I feel empty and lonely and sad and that's where like that relationship with god comes because it's like if you do go home and you feel that void it's like you're trying to fill this void with so many other things that the world offers distractions you know distractions like social media just different things going out and like there's nothing wrong with any of these things you know but if you're trying to fill this void with the wrong reasons you're losing sight of what you could have with jesus you know which is this beautiful relationship that you can literally build during this time of singleness and i think it's important to know and be aware of how you're filling that void if you do have that void yeah and there's nothing wrong with if you do have that void like that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you you know what i mean because like we said you're human it's natural to want that partnership and I think sometimes life is a little more lonely for some people than more for some people than others, you know? So, like, it's completely understandable that for someone who doesn't have a lot of friends or something, for them to feel that void even heavier than someone who does have someone, like, a friend to call, you know? Yeah. So, there's nothing wrong with feeling that void. But, um, like, we always say, like, just giving it to God and being like, hey, god like just it always comes back to vulnerability and honesty with god because god he's got you in whatever situation you may be in like 
whatever the toughest thing that you're going through right now is whether it's singleness or something heavy and if you just give that to god the smallest of things and the largest of things like god will do amazing things with that you know and jumping off of what you're saying that's also like a big thing to know is that finding someone is not going to fix your life it's like the whole thing that you were talking about like when i get married things are going to change you know but in reality like it's like it's the same thing like you're saying when i find someone my whole life is going to be fixed (laughs) yeah yeah and it's not that way the thing that's going to happen is whatever negative things that you haven't like dealt with internally are gonna come to light you know if you're dealing with um some kind of addiction that addiction is gonna come into the relationship if you're dealing with some kind of self-hatred that self-hatred is gonna manifest itself in the relationship you know if you're dealing with a lack of motivation that lack of motivation is gonna come into the relationship with you because these are things that you should be working on on your own and not just think that they're gonna go away with just one person being in your life you know exactly yeah i want to read my caption from a couple months ago (laughs) (laughs) because i just it just what we're talking about kind of uh reminded me of what i wrote and what i was thinking at that certain like specific moment Uh you know and i just reflect so much on like my relationship with my husband because like I mentioned earlier, it wasn't a, oh, I'm working for, like, I'm working so that I can be that person for that person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to read it here. I basically just said, I don't believe in uh, coincidence. I don't know how to say that Coincidences. Word. Coincidences. I believe in the plan that God has for my life. Four years ago today, Fernando and I went on our first date. First date, kind of nervous. It was a Sunday and we went to lunch after mass and he just plainly laid it out for me. This is who I am. This is what I've been through. And he did most of the talking. It'd be one thing for me to say that he swept me up at my lowest and helped me become who I am now. But that's false. Fernando came into my life at my highest. The moment where I loved myself, had God in my life, and when I was 100% emotionally stable. It wasn't always like that prior to having God in my life. Prior to Fed coming into my life, I looked for love and happiness in all the wrong places and all of the wrong people. I remember reaching out to a Jesus that I had previously heard about at Mass when I'd go once or twice a month and saying, Lord, please help me. I need you. I thank God every day for preparing me for my husband. We were both mentally and emotionally ready for each other at the most perfect time. I know very early, I knew very early on that he was the one, literally probably one month into our relationship, he's my best friend. And then it gets super cursy, but <laughs> my point here <laughs> is that like when I, when we came to find each other, it was like I was already healed from past, not even trauma, because like I don't want to say that I've had traumas really, like I don't want to, or maybe like I'm downplaying it, maybe I have, but I just don't want to own up to it you know Mm -hmm. but just from hurt from past relationships like i was already healed from all that mentally and physically and emotionally i was ready for the man that god had prepared for me you know Mm -hmm. and just what we're talking about here it just reminds me of that like that time in my life specifically where i i was ready and i knew Mm -hmm. it and whenever again we'll talk about this when we talk about in our marriage episode but fernando says it too like he'll be like there's just something that when we met when we talked i just kind of (laughs) knew you know i kind of knew that that was he he hates saying the next step because it's like oh that's just kind of the next step you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like we both knew that that was just right and what god had planned and 
this is where trusting God's plan comes into handy, you know? That just like brought another point to my head of like, I want to talk about your kind of points, your standards for guys, you know? Like you had this, like, I want a soccer player. <laughs> I want this, I want that. And he didn't meet some of those points, right? But he meant the mo- met the most important ones. So like that just brought to my head like, being open to God's plan yes. and not our own plan. Because exactly. if we're so specific and un- not open to like meeting someone that God has spiritually and mentally and like everything like has prepared for us and we're just kind of like, yeah, you don't, you're not six foot five. So no, yeah. you know, because I've, I've also found myself where like, if I like a guy or whatever, but then I'm like, oh, but what are people going to say about that guy? You yeah. know, like oh, he's not like, what people think my type is so maybe not you know and it's like no like who cares what people think you know what matters is that you guys are equally ready for a relationship and you guys are both stable in your relationship with god you know i also like think of how a lot of times like people specifically people in our family like tias or cousins or you know, whatever, have, like you said, an expectation of what they think we Mm. should look at in a guy, you Mm -hmm. know? I know that when I was in my single, like, season, Mm -hmm. um, I would get certain comments where where it's like, I'd let, because I was pretty picky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I, like, some guy would do something, and yeah, like, yeah, it's todo, you know? On to the next one type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which is good to have those standards, you know? And I used to think that having those standards weren't good because me va a quedar sola. You know, like, I wasn't going to find anybody because that's just how, like, I think it's like Mexican mentality where it's like, si no te quedas con este, ya no va a llegar nadie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to how I was saying that the tias, the cousins, the whoever, you know, family members kind of have, it's like almost pressure where you like go to Thanksgiving dinner and they're like, oh, y el novio, oh, ya no estás con él, oh, porque era, era buen muchacho, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so this goes also hand in hand with being open to God's plan because if we are getting stuck, not maybe not stuck, but if we are going based off of our family's plan, our personal plan rather than God's plan, like it just may take longer for us to find someone maybe because we're not listening to God. And it go- it goes back to free will too, like Exactly. We can either accept what God is giving us or we can say Mm, nah i'm good you know and like that's kind of like is, i know and that's kind of like <laughs> I miss peras, no? but and that's kind of like what we're doing when we let those influences um guide what we do and it's a completely other thing when it's like a toxic someone and then your yeah. your family's like hey watch out like right. this is what the red flags i see this is wrong you know but it's a whole other thing where it's like oh everything's going well like they have all the virtues they're awesome but then like their nose is too big or something like that to your family. And they're like, no, I said no, está bien feo. And then you're like, okay, yeah. Like my family said no, so no. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, or like you just overthink that and you're like, well, I don't want that. And it's like one little thing, one little feature that like stops you, you know? When you were single, you were building your relationship with God. What were you doing? Like, because I think a lot of people hear that phrase and they're just like oh well they're building their relationship with god with god but what does that mean in singleness you know like what did that mean for you 
when you were single i'm you glad know? Yeah, i'm glad you're asking that because that was something that i wanted to talk about but it completely got lost so okay yeah so a couple of things that i would do i remember uh, i was super into writing like writing was my way to kind of like pray like to communicate with god mm-hmm. and so writing was my thing like i, I i'm kind of sad that i don't do any do it anymore but during that season of my life, I have a journal from that time. I would journal so much about whatever I'd be thinking, whatever I'd want to tell God, I'd literally talk to him by writing. So that was one of the biggest things that helped me during my single season, just like praying that way. Um, it, during my single season was also the se- specifically the season when I started getting closer to God. So it was kind of like that also Jesus high at the very beginning where like when you go to a retreat and you're just so like, you want more of Jesus, mm, yeah. you know? And the fact that it was my very beginning of my, like, faith journey, like, I just wanted more. So that kind of helped my my situation, too. Mm-hmm. Because I just, even though, like, I had just gone out of a relationship and I felt, like I said, in the, like, I read in the, in the caption, like, I wasn't at my lowest when I met Fernando, you know? But I was at my lowest when I met Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, like, I thought my world was ending because I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship. So I think God just kind of, like, I don't think, again, I know God just held my hand through that whole time because mm-hmm. even though I could have easily just, like, cried and, like, gotten super depressed and whatever, like, I think Jesus during that time, he, like, held me through this faith journey and like led me to him because it was like one thing after another it'd be whether it be youth group because that's when i found youth group which led me to go into adoration which Mm -hmm. led me to go on retreats which led me to go on friend trips like yosemite you know Mm -hmm. and it just led me to different things from that breakup so i think that breakup to when i found fernando it was just like a time of really like meeting jesus Mm -hmm. and going to mass and going to confess like i would go to confession and i hadn't been to confession since i did my confirmation you know like it was just like all these things that i don't want to say it was a jesus high it was more like a jesus held my hand through this process Mm -hmm. and again just writing was a big thing for me i remember like worship music was a big thing for me too because i remember just like when i would yeah yeah connecting to the lyrics and being like wow jesus i give all of this to you you know Mm -hmm. whatever i may be feeling whatever hurt i may be feeling like this is all like I give it all to you. Mm-hmm. And one of my prayers that stuck around from that season of my life till now, even when I'm having like a hard day or like a stressful day, or even when I wake up, I'm always like, God, hold my hand through the, throughout this day, you mm-hmm. know? And just that imagery of that, like God literally walking through my day with me, holding my hand, mm-hmm. like that was something that I would pray back then a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And that helped me through all that time yeah so i think i don't know i think it was just that whole season of me growing with god came at a time where like i it was like a brand new relationship so Mm -hmm. i just wanted more Mm -hmm. and yeah i don't know if that answers your question (laughs) no yeah yeah i think that that helps a lot because sometimes when we just hear like yeah i grew it's like okay but how like how can what like what what step can i take you know yeah since it was all new to me i didn't get too comfortable being on that jesus high you Mm -hmm. know i think like from that relationship with god like i just wanted more and that wanting more never stopped Mm -hmm. so i was always finding ways to you know helping around the church like getting involved in ministry or even um when i was asked i i know that i was asked to 
coordinate the the youth group even when that happened it was scary to think yeah. about you know but the fact i prayed about it before saying yes and like that yes was also something that transformed my whole life mm-hmm. you know because then something some tribulations came later on that if i wouldn't have had that youth group who knows how i would have dealt with those tribulations mm-hmm. but i just think god is so merciful and so good that he knows exactly what and when to put things into your life yeah so that yes basically transformed my life in that season Mm -hmm. what would you say to someone that's going through like a phase of maybe like a desert of like in their faith you know or uh singleness you know or you just don't know how to get back to it during the season of singleness i think um in a season when singleness is the thing that's getting you down um it's important to like step back i always say step back but like it's super important to kind of get yourself out of that situation because when you're in it it feels so big you know so like try to take a little step back and really analyze the situation and see like okay loneliness that's what i'm feeling or sadness that's what i'm feeling like you know like try to address what this feeling is because when you can address it you can find the things the tools to help you overcome it you know so like if it's loneliness let's say i just went by myself to the beach and i saw all these beautiful couples frolicking around (laughs) and i was all single and stuff and i'm like feeling lonely you know i would i would say okay i'm feeling lonely let me sit in silence for a second and really analyze where that's coming from you know because sometimes it's just the human nature of wanting to have that partnership and then other times it's something deeper you know so like analyzing like where is this longing coming from if it's the normal human desire to have a partner then you know in that case i would just say like you know god i am really i'm feeling this this longing for someone right now and i give that to you i know that you have a perfect plan for my life whether that's being single forever or just this is a single time for me help me to enjoy it and and give you this this worry and use it for your glory you know and like to always try to give it to god to turn it into a positive because at the end of the day god is in control and when you have that faith like it makes these times so much more bearable because you're just like okay god he's got it you know i'm putting it in his hands and i know that he's gonna do wonderful things with it you know i think that's what i would say is just like if singleness is the thing that's getting you down you know give that to god and let god work and be honest about it like don't because it's it can be shameful to like think about like like (laughs) oh shoot i'm lonely you know like that's a little bit like shameful to admit you know But don't be ashamed. Like, God knows you already. You just have to let him in. Just be honest with God and with yourself. Because if you push down these feelings, then that's where the partying comes in. And the longing for toxic relationships. Worldly things. Yeah, exactly. For to fill that void with things that aren't gonna really satisfy your life they're just gonna fill that void for a second and then when they're gone you're gonna be left feeling more lonely right you know so i think that's what i would do is like if you feel yourself getting a little bit of that like bug of like i need a man you know like (laughs) just take a step back give it to god and let him work you know because he he knows you so well and he knows yeah. exactly when or what he has prepared for you and he knows what you need sometimes no not sometimes all the time more yeah. than you know <laughs> what you need so like if you give it to him then he'll know what to do with that you know yeah. so just always like when 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 in doubt give it to god <laughs> or all the time 
<laughs> yeah. All the time. All the time, give it to God. Yes. And just remember that you are worth so much and you deserve someone that's going to treat you right. And it's better to be single than to be with someone that isn't going to value value you or grow with you or be willing to get to know the whole of you, you know? So always remember that God has that plan for you, that plan of having a virtuous, good marriage. So in this time of singleness, just think about working on yourself. Try to just not even think about the fact that you're single. Just think about the fact that you want to grow in a relationship with God and the rest will come with that, you know, because when you're on that path that God has made for you, his will for you is going to show up, you know, and if you're in tune with God, then you're going to know when to say yes and when to say no, because God's going to be guiding you. You know, he's going to be like Monica said, he's going to be holding your hand. And if you really visualize that in like, let's say in a time of loneliness during your singlehood, like really visualize that God is right there holding your hand. You know, like if you're really longing for a man to be holding your hand, like God is right there, you know? Que mas quieren? Yeah. <laughs> That was a little sassy, Monica. (laughs) That hurt me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, no, but God is literally right there, like, ready to show you. I can show you the world. His promises. He's always going to deliver his promises, you know. Exactly. He'll provide. He'll be there. And he'll provide doesn't always mean there's going to be a man at the next corner. He will provide means He'll provide you a man tomorrow. (laughs) Monica said that he will provide. I'm just kidding. No, he will provide literally means that if you're destined for singlehood, you're gonna, God will provide you the, what do you, like the spirit to to be able to to enjoy that kind of life, you know? So like, don't dwell on the fact that you're single. Like, go deep into the fact that God has a plan for your life and whatever that plan is, if you really accept it, embrace it and really like let yourself submerge yourself in whatever plan it is. So you're going to be living a joyful life if you really let yourself give into what God wants for you, you know? Amen, sister. Stay tuned for next week where we will be talking about, you know, how we talked about singleness this week. Well, next week we'll have a special guest. My dear husband will be talking about marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys can hear his perspective on just all of this, you know? Yeah, I'm really interested to know about some of the things we talked about today, about his perspective. Right, right. Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, you won't want to miss that episode. Um, and then just before we end this episode here, Anna, how have you loved this week? <laughs> this week, I have loved by watching the kids in my mom's daycare. My mom has a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she had to have like a little med- med- medical procedure, I guess, done. And she was like... Uh, I don't know who's going to watch kids. I was like, girl, I got you. You go get your medical procedure done and I'll be watching the kids. So that's how I that's how I've loved this week. I, you know, had some patience with the children, took them outside, make sure they drink their water, you know. Wow. Had a so much time. love. <laughs> yes. But yes, Monica, how have you loved this week? This week I've loved by, well, it's a situation where I've loved and, well, I was loved and then I loved back in return. So my grandma came to my apartment a couple of days ago and she brought me leftovers from what she had made the prior. Did she bring salsa? She actually <gasps> did. 
But you she, didn't give me some with the real tacos? I'm just kidding. I don't have chips. We usually get it with chips. Oh, so right now true. we don't have chips. Okay. <laughs> she has not loved me this and I'm just kidding. Anyways, so my grandma brought leftovers from what she had cooked dinner the night before. And I love, love, love my grandma's cooking. So I was yeah. super happy. And it was awesome because she thought that that was going to be my lunch. And that ended up being enough for dinner that night. Fernando's lunch the next day and my lunch the next day. Whoa. So it was a lot of food. She really said, let me feed you for five. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's how I felt loved. But then I loved back by giving her a call after we had dinner that night. And Fernando too, he was like, let's like call her to say thank you for the food, you know? Because mm-hmm. easily I could have just eaten the food and just said, yeah, I love her food. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I loved her by giving her that call mm-hmm. to give her thanks for the food. Aww. And she was just super like, you're welcome, Mika. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. But yeah, um, thanks for listening to this episode. We're super excited for next episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at madeforamor and also shoot us an email at madeforamor at gmail.com and don't forget to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts Woo-hoo. and um, what else? What else do Don't we be say? stingy with your stars. There you go. Don't be stingy with your stars. And stay tuned for the bloopers. Um, also, if you have any suggestions for future episodes or any thoughts, concerns, questions, <laughs> make sure to let us know on Instagram or through an email. Yeah, we'll be we'll, waiting for you there. Yes, and we'll be having more guests ongoing now. So if you would like to speak, just give us a little give Holla. us a little shout, you know, and let us Holla know that you'd like us. to talk. <laughs> They're like, we were, we wanted to, but now when you say holla, never mind. I'm just kidding. But yes, stay tuned for the bloopers, guys. Thank you. Bye. In a point in, in a, so today we're going to be talking about singleness with a single girl and a married girl. You have like a lash on your nose. Singleness, man. Something. <laughs> Hi, I'm doing amazing. Oh my gosh. I should probably check that. Pause it. <laughs> How about now? Am I prepared now? How about now? How about now? You, you literally popped. You're like, Ugh. be weird, you know. But we're we're here. We're out here, ready to talk. I'm so like fried. I can't think. <laughs>